Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today we are talking about the 1999 Office classic, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> office Space. Yeah, Office Space, 1999. Greatest yes. of all time. And of course, uh, we always tell everyone listening in, uh, if you have not found a reason to watch Office Space up until now, please make this the reason to do so. You can currently find it streaming somewhere. Uh, <laughs> you won't see this video for quite some time, but Mandy just did a full-on like lion roar yawn in the background. So <laughs> I'm just, sorry. Before I, we got I'm started, so tired. <laughs> before we got started, we were all talking about how we had like zero sleep. So uh, thanks for picking this one to listen to. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's awake. Yeah. We just, me and Bob will have to ramp up things and see what happens. But, yes, um, please. Ramp. I had a Red Bull, but that was like four <laughs> hours ago. And I think that I, I should have waited. I mean, to me, I honestly, it sounds like someone's got a case of the Mondays. If you know what I'm saying? Guys. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so, awesome. <laughs> accounts catch me the news again. Just a moment. Oh, my God. Corporate accounts. I had no, stop. I had to seriously fast forward through that shit. I <laughs> we've, we've completely derailed. If you've never seen yeah. office space please make this the reason that you do so you can go find it somewhere just go find it somewhere bob i was gonna tell you one of your panels fell off <laughs> but anyhow uh yeah we'll give you a second to go find it and then you can come back and join us for the conversation and you're back all right greatest of all time <laughs> and we can all get started now that we're all on the same page and of course mandy you and i we don't like to talk about these things alone you've already heard from him but this man uh, probably needs no introduction but we're going to give him one anyway he's uh video game enthusiast twitch streaming <laughs> comedian and podcaster from uh kalamazoo area please welcome returning guest mr bob fredericks is with us hey! everybody yay welcome back game pass thanks dad for, in the house <laughs> thanks for having me oh my me. gosh you've been on so many of my favorite episodes i can't even say <laughs> i just went back right. and looked your last episode that i think we had you on for as an actual guest was back in may i think yeah it's been, been a while Crossroads. it's been a while <laughs> yeah since yeah it was like right when uh right right after the world ended and we thought that uh we'd be back to normal by now right yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah but i haven't even i i should do that i should go back and listen to a few of those right at the turn of like where everything started going south and then yeah uh, just to see how optimistic we were at the time. We'll just, like, yeah, we'll can, be back can, out there in no time. Like, doesn't, it, doesn't it suck that we're on lockdown for eight weeks? We're not going to have summer vacation. Like, just wait until January 2021. Yeah, things are going to be different then. <laughs> the world's not going to end. Like, they're not going to try and overthrow the government. Everything's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be cool, man. Just cool. <laughs> so cool. Oh, oh my God. Zing. Yeah, that was is... awesome. Yeah. So uh, the last few episodes that we had uh, were all pre-recorded before the world ended a second time. Uh, everything shut down again. Um, so we're back. We're live. This is, of course, after uh, today. Just today, Trump uh, conceded the presidency. Yes. So oh, he actually did? Yeah. Oh, yes. wow. Yeah. He just released a little he video. Of him saying, you know, we're done here, so let's see what happens. Right. And he like was like, just wait until our like next a, adventure. Like he's just he, he announced like a new line of skincare products. Yeah. Or I just assume he's going to create like America too somewhere, and then have all of his people come and join him. Oh right. my God! Please let yeah. that happen. Right. Like, right. Very like, far just, away from here. They're just propagating global warming because they're just waiting to snap up land in Antarctica. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> 
going to dig a bunker up there somewhere outside of our jurisdiction so we can't Why track don't him you down. rock down to Mar-a-Lago too? <laughs> <laughs> um, so now that we've alienated uh, less than half Whatever, of, fuck them guys. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think you have that many people listening when half the time Mandy's just like, if you support the president, go get Fucked. True story. I'm <laughs> yeah, true story. <laughs> I, no, I loved it. That is exactly <laughs> how I feel. And you know what? But we we there's a light at the end of the tunnel. We are almost there. Like we have, you know, thirteen what, days whatever. now. Yeah, thank you. My brain is not working right now. We have, <laughs> yeah, it's there. Oh. We're we have a we have a good future ahead of us. Let's. <laughs> Let's focus sure on we do, that. Mandy. And let's sure forget we do. about just, that fucker. He can't, can't wait. even get on Twitter or Facebook. He's been like <laughs> totally like cut off of everything, which is totally fine. Well, let's like. cut him off of this too then. <laughs> so no more like no it. more of that nonsense. All right. So uh oh yeah, what'd we do already? Oh Bob, uh we always ask everybody who uh we have on the podcast before we get started, which happened, you know, eight minutes ago. Uh how long had it been since you watched Office Space before we made you watch it for today's podcast? Um it's probably been a couple years, honestly. It used to be like really frequent back when we had cable and it would be on Comedy Central yeah. all the time. Sure. Um, that's probably when I watched it the most is it would just randomly be on TV. But I, it, it's also just one that I watch every couple of years. So, sure. Um, What's the movie you miss from cable scanning? Like the one that you're like, oh, it's on Turner Classic Movies or it's on, you know, it's just like it's on TNT every day. Because um, you don't get I that mean, anymore. Now yeah. with Netflix, everything's by appointment. You know what you're going to watch. I feel like... Um, I feel like this would be one of them pretty much like any of the maybe like best in show on Comedy Central. Like there's sure. always I would never watch that movie like on my own. But like <laughs> I like and but it's a funny movie. It's just a, a, the concept's so weird. I don't think before like now I get it. But like when I was yeah. younger, I didn't. So yeah, I think maybe like that one or like really just a lot of the Comedy Central movies. Like uh, mm-hmm. that's how I found like Rolling Kansas. Like I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, but that's mm-hmm. a really no. funny movie. Uh, it's got like Rip Thorn and uh some other like not very well-known actors in it. did you ever watch porn and chicken porn and chicken i don't think i've ever seen that oh that no. was a comedy central movie that was like back way back in the day huh. i just miss all my Super hallmark I, I miss all my hallmark movies and my and my stories Your for sure stories. for sure <laughs> uh so mandy how long had it been since you watched this movie office space oh um probably like four or five years yeah um this is like a an anthem for like every job I've had since I was eighteen. <laughs> I was Up until now, like how much <laughs> of that applied to to much of your your life? Everything. Yeah. yeah. Like as I was watching it this time, I'm a stay at home mom now, <laughs> and I look I looked at my husband and I was just like, oh my god, like this is just like the vindication that I needed to like <laughs> not be working. Like, is is that how you <laughs> quit your job? Like you showed your yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. stopped going. I just, I was just like, nope, I'm just not gonna go. Like yeah, no, but like like especially. Especially like the eight bosses thing, like the constant, like if you make one mistake, like four people have to come up and talk to you about sure. it. Yeah. Or like something that could have happened. In, or uh, what I loved too, like when I was working in an office, which is most of the time, they'd send like a blanket email, like one person would fuck up. 
And then they'd send like an email to everyone like, hey, can you guys please make sure that you do this? (laughs) If Um, people do not. Go talk to fucking Beth. Beth is the one that fucked up. Like we know Beth fucks up. Just tell her. But then if people don't stop doing reply all to everything. Oh my God. I'm so fucking pissed. (laughs) I've never been more infuriated by anything in my whole life. Or like someone will post something that maybe everyone would want to know. And then everyone starts adding their own little tidbit to the end like someone's retiring or whatever and then you've got to reply all to every like just nobody cares we are all busy we all have things to do and we don't need to constantly remove your shitty reply all emails please stop (laughs) doing that forever even if you feel like you should just don't yeah that's that's what i'm asking i feel like my favorite one is when someone hits reply all and then someone else replies to the email to be removed from the email chain (laughs) and they also hit reply all yeah. And then, like, yeah. three more people do the same thing. Like, oh, yeah, also, please remove me from this email chain. And it's like, <laughs> hey, or from this email list. And it's like, hey, you're just replying to everybody. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, you're no not in, like, serving your function. You're not, you're like, not accomplishing your talk, goal here. Talk to your fucking manager, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bob, so you are in a corporate-ish job now. Correct? Oh, wait, hang on. Matt, oh. did you, when was the last time you saw this movie? Oh, yeah, it's been, it's probably the same, probably four or five years, something like that. Okay. Oh, I meant to do this too while we were talking during the intro portion here. Let's see if I can, yeah. Just to get us into the movie here. We <laughs> <laughs> need more like the, of those hip hop drops. <laughs> every <laughs> like, time I watch this movie, and the, the beginning scene comes on where he's driving oh my God. and he's trying to get faster than that old man on the mm-hmm. walker. Every time I'm driving anywhere with any kind of traffic, this movie comes into my brain and I'm just like, stay in your lane. Just, it's going to be fine. You'll get where you're going. But as soon as you switch lanes, yes, it's going to be trouble. You're going to end up being, you know, behind that old man in the walker. Well, <laughs> and I used to live in California and this is a very right. like, I mean, the, right. <laughs> Well, and, and this movie is supposed to be, like, based anywhere. They didn't specify sure. where they wanted the movie to be. And um, But when I lived in California, like, you are such an offensive driver there that, like, you'll just, you just, like, try to zip through and, like, move back and forth. And this, and when you're in a traffic jam, and this is exactly what it's like. It's just, yeah. uh, it's a nightmare. Absolute. Sorry, you were going to ask Bob about corporate. <laughs> oh, like just say you had you're in a corporate. I don't know what we wanted to say about your job, but you are in a corporate-ish job right now. Have you always been in that environment, or how how often would you say you've had an office type job? I mean, for like the better part of the last decade, I've worked in an office. So okay. Um, I feel like uh, going back and watching this, like I I can identify with more of the tropes like i worked before that though i worked in a restaurant for four years so okay uh, so you got the the trashies (laughs) i mean like i worked at a panera bread though so it's like that's not really a tchotchkes but we had i don't know we had like the uh we definitely had what was <laughs> so can I get you gentlemen something more to drink or maybe something to nibble on some pizza shooters shrimp poppers or extreme fajitas Extreme fajitas. Okay. Just coffee. Sounds like a case of the Mondays. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, All right, go ahead. Sorry. You, re- you no, mentioned no. restaurants. Well, I had to throw that what in. What was his name, though? His name's like Brad or something. Brad. Like, Brian. Brian. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. In the Brian. cast list, they just call him uh, Waiter. Yeah. Uh, Chachki's Waiter, but yeah, his uh-huh. name is Brian. Chachki. <laughs> yeah. No, we definitely had some fucking Brians, though, for sure. And <laughs> 
worst. <laughs> like, sure. uh, okay, so I'm the Brian of the office, like where I work. I, for one thing, I'm a morning person, which yeah. is the reason why I'm so fucking tired right now. <laughs> I mean, actually, there there are like four or five different reasons, but like I, in the morning, Brad. like I am like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> It really I comes like, down. Really... Hello, would you like to buy a magazine subscription? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold Let's on. see if I can find him. His name is Orlando. Steve. Was, or wait, was that Orlando Bloomer? Yes. Was, yeah. yeah. Orlando Jones. Orlando, Orlando Jones. Jones. Yeah, not Orlando Bloom. I'm, I'm dumb. Going from a rough area. I used to be addicted to crab, but now I'm off and trying to stay clean. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Legolos killed it, dude. <laughs> and I was hoping it would help me out. You used to be addicted to crack? Yeah, um. Yeah, well, um. <laughs> um. Look, like, I'm very sorry. I do why, not know anything about any money laundering. All right. <laughs> why are you going to uh, all of a sudden confess all your crimes to a crackhead who's probably going to exploit you anyway? Thank like, you. <laughs> so they're so bad at crime. They're just they're just really bad at right, it. Right, right, right. <laughs> all right, so let's, let's hop in towards the beginning on this. Uh, so this movie is about a guy named Peter Gibbons. Uh, it centers around a day in the, which normally I hate day in the life movies like this, where it's like we're following him, well, but it's not really for a reason. Uh, just some sort of magic hypnosis thing happens during this movie, yeah. which again, not generally a thing that I would enjoy happening because there's really no reason that it hit home for him as much as it did. But I <laughs> honestly absolutely love this movie. This is one of the best movies I've seen in a very long time. And yeah. revisiting it now at this age, I think, has taught me that. This is a no. great movie for me. Oh, it's I have to disagree. Everything, oh. up, uh, everything up until the end, the ending of this movie okay. is the worst. Sure. Like, they should have ended up with the money, in my opinion. Yeah. I hated that Milton ended up with it. Like, <laughs> I just, like, it, it just the whole thing. And he's, like, shoveling, sh- you know, burnt but, building. And, the, bo- and the guy's... He yeah, but the it. guys, but then you have Samir and um, what's Michael? his face, Michael. Yeah, Michael Bolton. <laughs> um, and they they're stuck at another shit job, and that to me is just it's like it it just makes the fantasy and the whimsy of like you don't want to do this for your life. Like, let's find a better way. And then sure. they get well. Uh, although Samir is just like, I don't care. Like, I want to have security. Which yeah, job security for sure. Yeah, right. And my husband is the same way. My husband, like, he could do. You could give him any job. Like, that was the most boring job in the world, and he would just go to work and do it and come home. He never yeah. calls in sick. He never complains. And right now he's a welder and he breathes in horrible shit. He comes home and blows his nose and there's like black shit in it. And he's constantly burnt. And he comes home and he's just like, oh, I'm having the shower. And then he like plays with my daughter all day after being on his feet. Fuck that. If I was on my feet <laughs> and breathing in shit all day, I'd come home and be like, motherfucker, you're doing everything because like my lungs are full of metal right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure. Yeah. And so I, I guess, and I, I just did not like the ending and I know that's jumping forward, but yeah, I, I hated it. It's that. almost like jumping to a conclusion. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they make a map for that. They do. Right? Idea. <laughs> um, Which is speaking of um, the actor that played him. Um, sorry. It's going to be just a second for me to find it. But he is uh, Richard Ryle, I think. Yeah, is his name. it's probably real. I'm guessing. I don't real. know how he would pronounce it. Yeah, I like right. that guy. 
Yes, he. For, yes, I love him. For one thing, he played Deuce Bigelow's dad, who cleans toilets, and then <laughs> let the me. Cake with his I'm hand. gonna play a clip of him real quick so they know who you're okay. talking. This is people. Yeah, who are listening please. To. It's uh, okay. Tom Smykowski in the film, yes. and he's the inventor of the prototype of the jump to conclusions map. You know, there are people in this world that don't have to put up with all this shit, like that guy that invented the pet rock. You see, that's what you have to do. You have to use your mind. Come up with some really great idea like that, and you can make millions, never have to work again. You think the pet rock was a really great idea? <laughs> sure it was. The guy made a million dollars. And then he talks about um, his jump to conclusions, Matt, but right. I don't care. Well, I don't what I was saying about him is that that full body cast, when he's in, and he's got his belly hanging out and he's yep. in his boxers, that was the very first scene that he filmed. Nice. And um, they had no, I mean, the budget was low on this movie. They had no like special effects people. So he had to have EMTs help him get into that. And it took him <laughs> two hours to get in and an hour to get out. Oh, God. So like when I re, I watched it twice. So when I rewatched it, I was like, he does a pretty amazing job of like holding on to who his character is. Like yeah. when he's like, and then like moving and then having to go back. I don't know how actors do that, how they can... <laughs> Just like film stuff one. out of order like that yes because yeah you've you got a certain vibe about your like he's very much a happier person after he's been hit by a car <laughs> do you guys think the person who invented the pet rock also came up with their invention after they attempted suicide by suffocating themselves in a garage i think maybe yeah. saw their wives and got the will to live but then also, yes uh, got hit by a drunk driver and won a <laughs> therefore getting the seed money to come up with the marketing for the pet rock. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's, that's that, it. Is that how you make a million dollars? I kind of think that's how everyone makes a, a, like a million dollar idea. Like just you post to, suicide inventions. Yeah, you have to have money before you can just quit your job yeah, you gotta, to to make a an idea. I think you gotta have money to make money, and you also have to be suicidal to win a big settlement. For sure. But you have um, to feel like you have nothing to lose when you take big risks. That's okay, for sure. Right. That, that's uh, what I mean. Okay, so we've got Ron Livingston who plays Peter Gibbons, and he's a uh, he's got a he's shitty so, office job. He is so hot. He's Can great in this say, movie, and he's like to me. I was watching him act, and I'm like, he's like the Aldi version of Kevin Spacey. He's like a low rent Kevin yeah. Spacey to me. And I know Kevin Spacey's done bad things in his life, eh. allegedly. So, so he's like I'll, a less rapey Kevin Spacey. Yeah. So I'll just shift all of my Kevin Spacey love onto Ron Livingston yeah. from now on until I find I out love him. He has he also is... done something terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. He is so good looking. He's yeah. so cute. He's definitely like, well, and too, Ron Livingston said, that, well, Jennifer Aniston, for one thing, they wanted to have Matt Damon be Peter. And then okay. <clears throat> um, Mike Matt Judge was like, Damon. <laughs> I love, I do love me some Matt Damon, but my judge was like, no, I don't want to have that. But the studio was like, no, we have to have like major star power. And he's like, oh. well, what if we cast Jennifer Aniston as Joanna? And they're like, mm. oh yeah, that'll work. Kate Hudson actually um, auditioned for that role, which I think would have been good, but she didn't have star power sure. at that point. And um, yeah, Jennifer Aniston so, was like mid swing of friends. Like, yeah, like absolutely. Yeah. And so Ron Livingston said that he was like hiding behind like boxes and stuff, like trying to figure out how to talk to her because he was so starstruck, which nice. I think is adorable. And that just made <laughs> me love him even more like watching this. Yeah. Well, that was like probably her transition, though, from like TV to movies. So too, even though Friends yeah. is like monolithic as far as like sitcoms go. For sure. Um, 
that I think that was like a transitional period though for sure. What did you guys think of Jennifer Aniston in this movie? Because to me, she was a little milk toast. It could have been anyone. Yeah. I, I feel yeah. not that it needed to be anything like incredible her part in this movie because she it was a fairly small part for as much star power as Jennifer Aniston would have had. But yeah, I think it could have been as good as what she did just from having well Kate Hudson or anyone else for that matter could have done that role I think but mm-hmm. I didn't detract like, from the movie for me though I, I don't know I like her as an actress so like she's yeah. definitely like great I feel like it's just kind of her growing into like because she does have some like really strong moments where she like tells Peter to fuck off for being an mm-hmm. asshole uh-huh. and, like that you kind of see some like views of like where she, like where she was heading like now where she's always like just like a imposing figure in whatever movie she's in so it's like i definitely appreciate it but yeah i mean it it, i think it's appropriate for like the time frame where she was in her career like she's not gonna like take over everything at that point i don't think it was her fault either i think it was the writing although when she flips off stan Mm -hmm. who actually was played by mike judge by the way yeah oh really i mean yes and you can tell obviously you can tell it's very like to me it seemed napoleon dynamite ish yep for sure <laughs> How, any, scene like, from, <laughs> any scene from inside the restaurant did seem very independent yeah. movie quirky <laughs> sort of yeah weirdly shot and, and yeah but here is the scene of her quitting her job i'll play that here my uh flair yeah <laughs> or yeah. Uh, your lack of flair because <laughs> uh i'm counting and i only see 15 pieces only let me ask you a question pieces. joanna what do you think of a person who only does the bare minimum? What do I think? Um, you know what, Stan? If you want me to wear 37 pieces of flair, this is exactly like you're true. A pretty boy over there, Brian. 100%. Why don't you just make the minimum 37 pieces of flair? Well, I thought I remembered you saying that you wanted to express yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then she just flips off the room, basically. Which and, is amazing. But she says she got <laughs> fired. To me, she quit. She very much quit yeah. right there. And yeah. later on, she's like, yeah, I got fired. I flipped off everyone. So, Well, you never yeah. quit. You just let them fire you. Ooh, that's a good <laughs> question. Who here has quit uh, the way that everyone wants to quit a job? Has anybody ever just, like, just thrown in the towel and walked off? Or have, have you guys always done, like, the appropriate sort of, I'm going to quit, here's my notice sort of stuff? I've walked off a job when I was 18. I wish I was more confident at that point to tell yep. the person to fuck off. Okay. But I I don't know. When I was 18, I worked at a grocery store, which I, I feel like that kind of ties into a point I wanted to make about the whole 15 pieces of flair. And like, you gotta, you gotta want it. Like you gotta want to like, just you show up every day and we give you like 35 cents an hour. Uh, you gotta like want to like live the brand, right? Like you, you owe it to us. Yeah. Like that type of shit. Um, but I worked at a grocery store. I worked at a Harding's as like my first like hourly job sure. as a bagger. Like I used to clean the bottle room. I used to walk outside and bag groceries and carry them out in the middle of the winter, middle of the summer, like all year round. It was only a, a year and a half that I worked yeah, there. Yeah, Harding's is a friendly market. They bring yeah. it out to your car for you. Don't get fucked is Did what you? they could do. Like, <laughs> I'm so nice to those baggers now whenever I can. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, yeah. you guys stay in here. Like go fucking sit down somewhere like and i was not a terrible worker but like they would treat it like if i was three minutes late they would treat it like it's the end of the fucking world (laughs) sure like and i remember it like got to a point where 
I was like five minutes late one morning and they like, I was, they started scheduling me. I'm like 18 years old and I'm going to college. Like, I don't want to have an eight hour a day job at that point. Like I yeah. still live at home and they're like starting to schedule me for like eight hour shifts and like trying to be like, Oh, like, where do you want to be in like five years? Like, don't you want to be like a general manager and make like 12 cents an hour? Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you like work just, salary, so you gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta work us, 60 hours a week, but still yeah, get Yeah, we might pay. let you get your teeth cleaned for only 100 bucks a visit. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. come on. <laughs> Don't you want to be a leader of the meat department? Like, fucking, they... Did you it, ever like, have to fill the milk hole? The, fill, I, like... The, I, used the, work, I used to work at a the cooler. Bar. Yeah, well, yeah, stocking yeah. the cooler from the backside, you know? So yeah, like, yeah. For whatever reason, when people would get milk, they would always get the milk from the same lane. We had the, yeah, the yeah. type of coolers that would slide down as you would take more gallons of yeah. milk and then the ones behind would slide in. So, and there would be, you know, 10 rows of milk, right. And you could take from anywhere, but people would always just, it seems as if they would always take from the very same lane. And so that <laughs> there would be a tunnel of empty space all the mm -hmm. way through to the back of the cooler. So you would have to be like, all right, it's time to go fill the milk hole. And then someone would have to go into the back and just shove <laughs> gallons of milk into the one tunnel of milk that people would take for no reason. So, yeah, I just wondered if that I, was a common like, thing. I'm like the type of I am the mom that will like look for the milk that oh, same with salad bags that expiration. have like the expiration. Dates I look for the are, longest like, expiration too. Sure. On that guy. Yes, especially salad bags. Like if you're listening to me and you grab like the oh look this salad bag is like marked down, that is a fucking lie because <laughs> that shit will be bad before you get home. Right. Buy the bags of salad that have the expiration date that's like five days from that because you know you're not going to eat all that shit. It's just going to turn into liquid, nasty brown shit before you get a chance <laughs> to eat it. But yeah, long story short about quitting my job though. Oh, yeah, yeah sorry. No, you're fine. It's fine. We, I like to di drive you guys off the rails. It's fun. <laughs> No, uh, but anyway, so I was not the best employee there, but I was by no means terrible. Like when I clean, I would actually clean. And like, as far as like having an 18 year old, like work for you, like I was like, I quit like right after I turned 18 actually, but yeah. um, doesn't matter. But I don't think I was a bad employee per se, like enough to where they should like sit me down and talk to me. But basically like the general manager and the assistant manager sat down and talked to me. So like maybe this was the closest thing to office space because both of them sat me down and talked to me and they're like, well, we had a lot of faith in you. And like, you really let us down by being five Yikes. minutes late today. And like, it's been a pattern. Like you were two minutes late two weeks ago. You were one minute late the week before. Like if you're going to keep being late like this, we might have to reassess our our ability to rely on you yeah. and except they're like, paying two people that are making double the amount of money you're making to sit down and chat right. with you about exactly yeah, so like we just, had like just a, fire me for yeah sake. we had a half like i was five minutes late and then we had a half hour talk and then because i went and had the talk back there the lady who was working the front desk at the time who hated me for whatever reason uh like she was the sister of the general manager so like, you know how she <laughs> Bob's throwing shade now. He doesn't even care. Just go name. Jody, Jody can go get <laughs> fucked, man. Like, Jody. If I saw her, of course, if her I saw name's her today, Jody. I would tell her to get fucked, dude. Her and her red fucking butch hair. Uh, <laughs> so I'm no, guessing so, when we ask you what you'd do for a million dollars, it's not going to be bad groceries, huh? 
I mean, I'd bag groceries for a million dollars. I just do it really shitty if I'm just going to get a million dollars. So the answer that, you know, if you had a million dollars and didn't have to work a day in your life or whatever, like this question, well, here. I'd stay here and fucking talk you to you two idiots. No. <laughs> you guys are idiots. I'm sorry. <laughs> two chicks at the same time, man. <laughs> oh, Diedrich Bader. That's it? You had a million dollars, you, you'd do two chicks at the same time? Damn straight. I always wanted to do that. Thing. Damn straight. I think if I were a millionaire, I could hook that up, too. What would you do? big dudes with money. We'll, we'll get there. I'm not all Hold chicks. Hold on. Well, chicks that double up on a dude like me, dude. Good point. Good point. Well, I, like the, I like his rebuttal to it, though. When he's like... Uh, he is yeah. so... He is, like, one of the best-looking guys in Hollywood, I think. Who, Diedrich, Diedrich Bader? Yes. Okay. Uh -oh. I love him. When he like when he played on Beverly Hillbillies, I was just like, "Oh my gosh, this guy is so hot." And he, this is our second, at least second. I don't. There might be more. Diedrich Bader film. He was, of course, uh, what's it? Rex something in Napoleon Dynamite, which is funny. When oh yeah, Napoleon Rex Quando. Yeah, Rex Quando. Yes. With, with the strength of an eagle, the intelligence of a man. <laughs> and he is. And when he was on Drew, when he was on Drew, walk away. Yeah. <laughs> When he was on Drew Carey, too, I just thought he was so good looking. For sure. But for sure. do you have the part, though, when he rebuts to that, where he's like, Peter, man, what would you do for a million dollars? He's like, aside from two chicks at the same time. <laughs> yeah, of course. I do have that. That's on the list now. It's yeah. the same quote. Let me see if I can. Stick dudes with money. Here we go. We'll just get back into it. Double up on a dude like me, dude. I like good point. double up on a dude well, like me. What about you now? What would you do? Here it goes. Besides two chicks at the same time? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it's just That's a for foregone consequence. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's like, of course I'd do that first. That's the first thing you do. Now that you've tipped me off to that being an option, even yeah. <laughs> That's what you do. Okay. Um, yeah, I loved him in this. He's the yeah, he's really good. Um, but yeah, what would you, uh, so like same premise? If you were just given a million dollars and then that way you didn't have to work, what would you do with your spare time? What would I do with my yeah, spare time? Either one. I'd I'd probably do like all the stuff I'm doing now, only not have to like work a day job. Like, right, I have yeah. to worry about things constantly. Yeah, like try and do stand up or make you dumb YouTube videos or like fucking <laughs> stream on Twitch. Like fucking, I'm I do like I do it as hobbies right now. Like I and like spend like when I'm not doing that, I get to spend a bunch of time with my family and probably be like mm -hmm. a stay at home dad. Like yeah. that'd be fucking legit. Do you think or, like, you'd still do? So you think you'd still do stand up then? If you like, if you got a windfall, clearly a million dollars now isn't going to take you as far as a million dollars right. would have back in 1999. I think I would like definitely try and start my own business though. And like, for sure, try and do all this stuff. Like, I mean, I would probably make like, try and see if we can do so like Amanda didn't have to work. And then like, I would yeah. try and do whatever else and just get blanket fort studios up and running. Yeah. And be... I mean, it's Hell running, yeah. dude. Like it's, we out here, dude. We out here. Like we got the, we're building the PC, like we got yeah, the baby dude. monitor, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would probably just do, like, I'd do the same stuff. Like, I mean, the thing is, though, like, I would do stand-up. But, I mean, at that point, you could really, uh, if you had, like, some money to put behind it and fund yourself, like, you could really probably make some things happen. If yeah, for sure. You could rent out your own theater venues and then just hope to get recouped. But, I mean, you start I mean, touring the country doing your own theater tour then people are going to start wondering what's going on with you at least you'll i mean i don't buzz. think that's i don't think that's the way to do it but i think like being able to go travel and like work with people and like produce shows here and like get to meet people sure, or at least sure. uh because we all just, know like, 
that that talent isn't the only thing that you need to be a successful uh, comedian. Yeah, clearly I mean, there are yeah. people that find a way without it. Being so. being able to afford to not have to work or move away from a city where right yeah you like have to be around a hub like i can only go three hours away from this particular yeah otherwise it's going to cost me more money than it's worth to go out and do this stuff yeah but at the same time you have to pick your like this is something i've kind of realized since taking a step back and like putting more effort into like online content things like that is like just showing up and doing it like if you're trying to think of a bigger picture or do more with it like just showing up and doing like the same open mic or like the same road shows in your state or this this and that like just showing up and doing it is not enough to actually make it a career sure Sure. to make it something more like you have to you have to get your content in front of other people yeah and that's well because then you run the risk of just becoming that road comic that like all the comics know and everyone uh yeah, you know everyone loves all they, but all they just, ever do is like go do stand-up and then right half of them just suck <laughs> yeah so and even the good I, ones you're like why are you driving to south dakota just to do right, stand-up for right for 150 dollars and you're like that's what i do you know right so i i read a um i read the biography of fdr um and it made a huge impact on me because he said the only time he ever felt like pain relief was when he was being massaged or when he was in the pool and I just thought to myself, like, how cool would it be to be a massage therapist <laughs> and and make someone feel good? Like, I okay. have always had shitty jobs. Like, I was, I worked for the courts. You know, like, people that come into the courthouse were taking their kids or were taking their money. Like, yeah. those... Like, I want to have someone come into a business that I own. And you were the person that was excited <laughs> to be there? <laughs> I mean, in the morning, I would I would be like good morning and everyone would be like fuck you like why are we even here and then it would only it wouldn't take motherfucking families (laughs) (laughs) good morning give me your kids and your family (laughs) just so you know the kids we took away generally needed to be taken i'm just saying (laughs) well sure yeah there's no there's and you get a foster parent and you get a foster parent (laughs) you get a foster parent yeah i was like oprah for foster parents Except there aren't any, and there's no reason that a like yeah, there's no way a court would want to take the kids away and have responsibility over. Like it make it's cost effective. It makes more sense for you to hang on to your children. Like exactly. Like in the banking industry, like the bank does not want your house. They want you to pay. Right. They want you to pay off the loan. They don't want you to default, and then the bank just owns a shitty house. It's the same, <laughs> same sort of deal. Your kids are okay, not my you shitty just house. Called, yeah. yeah, that is so horrible. <laughs> But what I was saying was that let's rescue these shitty houses from if I had a million dollars, I would 100% start like some sort of like, like medical massage or like treatment, you know, facility. And I'd want to like help poor people or like people that just needed relief, like, like hospice, like, you know, something where people, the only time that they felt any kind of pain relief was, you know, I want to do something. Yeah, hell yeah I w- if that's what it took <laughs> I, I want to make <laughs> yeah I'd just build I a free fort in our people, yard is all I would do I want to make people fucking feel good I want Man, people to walk in feeling bad soldier. and walk out feeling good nice. yeah, yeah. so anyways that's, so my, that's, what, my that's your next shtick. pivot <laughs> that's your next pivot <laughs> then you're going to go from uh, podcaster to uh, massage therapist slash podcaster um, no I have carpal tunnel 
Oh, so I, from no. typing for from typing for a million years, I couldn't be a massage therapist. She couldn't. She'd never make it to the pros, right? Yeah. I but I always could a sad own, ending. I could own like a like a, a facility, like a spa. There yeah, I could own I thought, something. <laughs> oh, a I, massage, thought, I could own a massage therapist. <laughs> I could own a spa. Air quotes. <laughs> no, I thought you were about Whatever. to say she was about to go from office worker to a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> misogynist yeah, yeah for sure the same. Um, all right <laughs> we are dangerously close to the end of this first portion and we've talked very little about this actual movie but before right. we get to the end uh, before we get to the halfway point here we have an activity that we do with all of our guests and that activity of course has a theme song and uh who did this theme song i can't even remember theme song provided by bob fredericks this is the short and condensed version <laughs> chop this chop this synopsis all right, it is oh. time for us to play Chop This Synopsis. And in this game, what we do is we ask you, the guest, Bob, to take this film off of space and condense it down to 10 words or less. So chop that synopsis down to 10 words or less. You'll have the break to figure it out, so don't panic. Uh, we're going to play some ads here, and then we'll come back from the ad break, and we'll have that synopsis from you. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, we will be right back after these messages. Hey guys, it's Rachel with Reina Holistic Nutrition. Are you looking for a healthier weight, clear skin, improved blood sugar or cholesterol levels? At Reina, we strive for nutritional solutions for all these issues, as well as reducing symptoms from chronic illness and more. Check us out on Facebook or email me at reinaholisticnutrition at gmail.com. That's Reina. R-A-Y-N-A Holistic Nutrition at gmail.com Ask about our monthly promotions in the Whole Foods plant-based lifestyle. Jamie! I need you to keep the dogs quiet. I'm recording a commercial for the Elemental Podcast, so can you keep them quiet? During this recording of my commercial for the Elemental Podcast, I mean, I know the dogs bark a whole lot when we actually record the podcast on Mondays and Thursdays and during the Patreon on Saturdays. But during the commercial, we need the recording to be dog bark free. Can you do that for me, Jamie? Can you keep the dogs quiet during the recording of this commercial for the Elemental Podcast that people can listen to every Monday and Thursday and the Patreon on Saturday? Can you do that for me, Jamie? Thanks, Jamie. Appreciate it. Oh, we can't have that. That wasn't nearly loud enough. Here we go again. Chop this, yeah. chop this synopsis. And we're back, coming in hot with the old Chop This Synopsis theme song, written, of course, by Mr. Bob Fredericks. Our uh, guest! Yeah, Bob, uh, would you please regale us with your 10-word or less synopsis of Office Space? All right, I've got two of them. They were really lazy because I forgot that this was a thing because I've been <laughs> out of the for so long. I'm so sorry. Nice. But uh, first one is uh, two chicks at the same time. Two chicks? Two chicks. <laughs> All right. I or, feel like people might be duped into watching that for different reasons, but I feel like it's going to get a lot of clicks. <laughs> They'll be very disappointed once they click on or, it. Or uh, I'm going to show her my O face. Um, oh, oh. 
Well, that's a perfect segue. Do you have that clip? I sure do. Let me find that <laughs> clip. Drew, he's like the worst. I love it. Uh, there it is. Drew, Tom's. Oh, this is Tom's story and the O face here. Oh, hey, Drew. Do you guys hear about Tom Spikowski? <laughs> they got laid off. I like this guy's voice. Take it it's out. fun. Uh-huh. Right after yeah, he found out he was getting laid off, he goes home and tries to kill himself by am, running the car. In the am garage. I correct? Is this the guy from uh, Can't Hardly Wait who held the the um, stereo no. and he's like, I'll be the band, dude? No. Is that that guy? Okay. I, no, because I looked him up just to make sure we didn't have him in any oh, okay. other movie. I think he's been like a cameo just as the O guy and other things. <laughs> Is he dead? Other Mike, jo- no, uh, Mike Judge out. movies. Mike Jones! Comes home early from yeah, work and catches them. Orlando <laughs> Judge. Legolos. Shifter here, it's Jam. I, I couldn't get it into drive. I, 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 mean, I mean reverse. And of course, this is the catalyst for the Jump to Conclusions yeah, prototype. He wants to live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm okay. On second thought, I should have just pulled this as two separate clips. No, it's fine. See you later, honey. Love you. And smash. But then, as soon as he backs out of his driveway, he gets slammed big time by a drunk driver. Big time. Is he okay? Sort of. Yeah. Broke both his wrists, legs, a couple of ribs, his back. But check it out. He's getting a huge settlement out of this. It's like seven figures. He's getting out of the hospital tomorrow, and he's going to throw a big party this weekend to celebrate. Hold on, just before we get to that. If someone hits me, if someone's a drunk driver and they hit me with their car, I don't just get a million dollars, do I? Like, they have to have money for me to take it from them. Yes. If they don't have any money, I don't get anything, right? So Even if the court orders that they pay you that much money, yeah, you're just not gonna they get have it. to actually they're, pay you. Yeah. And, like, their insurance also. Like, yeah, but yeah, I guess. I don't know. They have to have insurance. <laughs> like. All right, here goes. But it would be hard to go against an insurance company and get that kind of money. Yeah, right. probably. It'll be like, we'll give you 12 cents. I just feel that. like, that's what I just figured if I ever got hit by a drunk driver, it would be like, oh, they didn't have insurance, so you just own their shitty life. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, cool, I get their smashed truck. That's awesome. You just and need to call N64. Sam. Yeah, call that's, Sam. True. that's true. I call, will. call Sam, and then I want my money, and I want it now. You know, it's a commonly known uh, fact that it used to, er, it's uh, Sam Berenstain, actually, instead Bears. of. <laughs> nothing. No, okay. <gasps> you know Berenstain Bears? Yeah, but it's Sam Bernstein is, never mind. All right, here we go. Here's the part everyone wanted to hear. <laughs> We're all invited. We're all invited. I'm thinking I might take that new chick from logistics. Things go well, I might be showing her my O face. Oh, 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 oh. You know what I'm talking about. You know oh. what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Such a creep. No. What a weird dude. I'd <laughs> so hang out weird. with him, though. Logistics. I feel like he, he'd be cool at a party. You know, I'd hang out with yeah. that guy. But. All right, he's he's all got right. all the hot goss. <laughs> all right, so... Um, this whole entire movie was based on, um, a cartoon written by Mike Judge. Superman Um, 3. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) No, it was, it was called Milton and it was based on a person that he used to work with at one of his jobs and it was featured on SNL and, um, Beavis or no, not Beavis and Butthead. I know he, he was a writer on Beavis and Butthead. Yeah uh sorry um well, i'm gonna i'll play the milton part here while you're looking up what you're looking up thank you yes no. hi uh could you turn that down just 
little bit. But I, I was told that I could listen. He created the radio at a reasonable volume from yes. 9 to 11. Yeah, King no, of the Hill. I, I know you're allowed to. Uh, MTV. It was on MTV and SNL. Personal favorite. He was a writer on King of the Hill. I told Bill that if Sandra's going to listen to her headphones, while she's, while she's falling, then I should be able to listen to the radio while I'm collating. I kind of feel like I might be my office's Milton. Thanks. Because as we all know, Milton hates like injustice, right? Like he's like, everything has to be fair to everyone. And it always seems to be unfair to him. Well, and Stephen Rue actually, he like, just as like a pitch for this movie, read for Milton. Okay. And... And Mike Judge was like, oh, my God, you have to play Milton. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're 100% like, this is who I want this person to be. Yeah. And so he, he and actually, Stephen Root was in Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? So yeah, he, yep. he's our, our second, at least second Stephen Root film. But yeah. And of course, uh, looks like Dodge King of the Hill Ball was. is where I knew about him from, too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And King of the Hill was in full swing during this, too. I mean, this started mm-hmm. in 99 or. This was in 99 and King of the Hill started in 97. So it was already up and running. Well, and he was yeah. playing voices on King of the Hill mm-hmm. along oh. with Mike Judge uh, writing for that too. So yes, that's fun. But uh, um, oh, go ahead. Oh, well, and then uh, also too, we haven't talked about, and I don't know if you have any clips. We haven't talked much about David Herman, who plays Michael Bolton. Yeah, I do. Have <laughs> right, right here. No one in this country can ever pronounce my name. Right? There's the Samir also. It's, it's not that hard. You know, there's nothing wrong with that name. There was nothing there's wrong nothing with it. Until I was about 12 years old and that no talent ass clown became famous and started winning Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just uh, go by Mike instead of Michael? No way. Why should I change? He's the one who sucks. <laughs> <laughs> So David Herman was on Mad TV yep. when this movie like came across his desk and he was like, they weren't going to let him be in the movie. Hmm. So he got himself fired by during all of the, the, they were not going to let him do it. They said, okay. you're way too important to the show. They said, um, you, so he, in all the, <laughs> in all the readings, he just started screaming his, Lines? Did you guys freeze? No. Yeah. Oh, no. no. We're here. Oh, yeah. You no. You both froze. Okay. Uh, Sorry. Okay. Yeah. He just he just started screaming his lines and he got fired. Huh. So. Uh, here's some uh, fun information. Is that all you have from from David Herman? Yes. Uh, later on in his life, in the like mid two thousands, uh, he started up a tech company, uh, and it was <laughs> called uh, something Juice. What the hell was it called? Uh, anyhow. He started up a tech company. It was a uh, social media network that he started with him and another dude. And uh, obviously it didn't go anywhere. It was called Juice Wireless. Uh, oh, nice. And so, and I don't know if he ever ended up selling it out to anyone or, or, or making a decent payoff out of it. Well, but. it definitely wasn't black coffee because he put five fucking packs of sugar. <laughs> I nearly coffee. pulled. So the clip when they're sitting at, uh, uh, yeah, Chachkis. Yeah, they're sitting at Chachkis and he's talking to him and he's just whacking his uh sugar <laughs> packet over and over. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude! But it was it was during all the dialogue, so I couldn't pull yeah. just that sound. Oh know? my god, okay. I watched this movie thinking, okay, like what sound could Matt possibly pull <laughs> it, from this? It was movie? not easy, 
no. Everything is dialogue or gangster rap. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get we'll get to that when we get to it. But yes, it was very tough to uh, uh, find a clip that I could play that was suitable. In fact, I think I only pulled two. Um, we talked about Lawrence earlier, which is his neighbor, Diedrich Bader, across the hall or yes. actually through the wall. His walls are so thin that he might as well just be having a conversation with him in person. Uh, but here is some uh, Diedrich Bader. Let me ask you something. When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays? No. <laughs> oh, man. Get your ass beat. Shit, no. Shit, no, man. <laughs> I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. Huh. <laughs> All right. That was it. <laughs> Even with the Fu Manchu and the mullet, he's <laughs> still super hot. He's rocking the fuck out of that look, though. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'd ra- I'd rather spend more time with Rex Quando, I think, than 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 uh, Lawrence across the hall. But you know, no way. way, no Lawrence, way. Lawrence is a chill dude. He's just kind of a creep. But I mean, yes, he's he's the type of dude that picks up a six pack on the way home from work, but he'll show up to his job like every single day. Yeah, and exactly. like <laughs> he's there. He tries, has to get home right just on, on time. time for the breast. Uh, the the breast cancer check uh, video on PBS or whatever the fuck <laughs> you were watching. Channel three. <laughs> doesn't that doesn't that chick look like Anne? Um. So uh, again with David Herman, the PC low letter scene. Yeah. Was completely ad libbed. What the fuck does that mean? I love yes. that, dude. And, whenever and the, uh, whenever I'm yeah. at work and I stand over a printer that's not working, I will <laughs> tap the side of the printer and say PC low letter. What the fuck does that mean? And then. Everyone around me is like, what are you, like, what's the real problem here? But yeah, I never know, but that's just what I was Did you guys ever have neighbors like that, though, that you, like, randomly became friends with or, like, ever have friends that had neighbors (laughs) like that? No, I had neighbors that I randomly became enemies with. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, oh, yeah. That's for a whole other story. (laughs) Um, No, because, like, I had a buddy, like, I never really had that type of experience, like, living on my own, basically, Mm because, like, when I moved out, I moved, is when I moved in with Amanda, and basically, uh, like I, I did have friends though that like they shared a balcony at one of their apartments, and they become like best friends with like the girls that live next door. <laughs> like it was just funny, because um, they would just always like, like it was like everyone lived at the same place. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, right. It just, yeah, it was just like everyone has their own separate bedroom. Just come on I, over. Yeah, <laughs> I moved up to Kentwood, Michigan, and we lived on the third floor of an apartment building. And the, the day that my wife and which was my girlfriend at the time, uh, we moved in there. We wanted to move in as soon as possible, so we didn't even bring any real furniture with us. We brought in like a, I think an air mattress and our television, and we sat the TV on the floor, and we ordered a pizza, and we just wanted to have dinner the first evening that we were allowed to get the keys. Like we got the keys from the complex and we went up there and we're like, we're going to spend the night here and it's going to be the greatest. And we got ourselves all settled in. And then all of a sudden we started hearing what we perceived as gunshots happening just constantly. Right. Just just like in the movie here. And I was like, this is awful. Right. Like what have we gotten ourselves into? And it just kept going and going. And I'm like, this is weird. I think it's on a loop. Like, I think if you listen to it, it's playing the same series of gunshots and then it's coming around again and playing it again. And I'm like, this is awful. I don't know what's happening, but it's crazy. So I poke my head out into the hallway and I hear it much louder out in the hallway. And I go down to the end of the hall and right outside the, across the hall, but down at the end neighbor. And it's just the loudest. Like if you were inside that room, it would be uncomfortable for you to hear what was happening, but it had to have been, the only thing I can figure is that it was a video game that he had been playing 
and it was at the intro screen, like before you select anything or your player mode or whatever. And it was just, it would, cause it would play like a weird rock and roll riff for a while. And then it would just be, and then just gunshots over and over and over again. And I'm like, this is God awful. And I just went back to the room. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be the guy to call the cops the first day we move in. I don't want to do like a noise complaint thing. And I was like, this is going to be an awful experience. Like we've, we've already signed our lease. Like this is awful. We live here now and we have to deal with clearly this fucking asshole across the way. But uh, it turned out to not be nearly as bad, but that guy was always kind of a, a loud problem. But yeah, I thought I moved into a war zone when we first uh, got our first department. So. All right, let's play some clips here. This is Lumberg. We haven't really met Lumberg yet necessarily. And this is, of course, when he asks him to work on the weekend. Hello, Peter. What's happening? <laughs> the the big horn bleat like he's a villain. I love it. Plum, plum. To go ahead and come in tomorrow. Ugh. So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. I feel like listening to his voice is worse than watching this. Oh, like it's oh, it's yes. more grating than just. Uh, I'm also gonna need you to go ahead and come in on Sunday too. Okay. We uh, got okay. lost some people this week, and uh, and you got Nina in the background. Sort of like ketchup. Oh, she's the worst. Oh, yeah, you can hear it. Just well, a moment. Yeah, we lost some people. Meaning we fired yeah. some people, and you're gonna pick up their slag. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I've, we've all been there too. I mean, if you've had any sort of a job in an organization where they think it's best to you know trim the fat, and then you're left to pick up the slack from uh, everything else, so that is a bummer trip all around. Um, we also have, uh, Dr. Swanson, who was the, uh, hypnotherapist in the film. Yes. Uh, the guy who is the catalyst to all of the issues that, that come about, uh, or I guess to all of the good things. I don't know how you really perceive this movie. Is he better off or or not? Um, but yeah, I remember him from, uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He played Friar Tuck in that movie. He did. And And he was also in Richie Rich. Yeah. Yep. And he was, yeah, he's great. I like this guy. I Um, do too. In this movie, very short role, but still kind of fun. So I was sitting in my cubicle today, and I realized ever since I started working... Um, <laughs> I feel like this is me again half the time. Every single day of my life has been worse than the day before it. Maybe this is all of 2020. So that means that every <laughs> single day that you see me, that's on the worst day of my life. <laughs> what about today? <laughs> is today the worst day of your life? What about today? Wow, that's messed up. Wow, that's messed up. <laughs> Come on. That's not Is what you want to hear from your therapist. Sort of just zonk me out so that, like, I, I don't know that I'm at work. <laughs> Would you guys take that pill? Yeah. You just, if you just could coast through the day and not have to know that you've done it? Like, if I, if I have to be stuck there and, like, I, I still do a decent job. Like yeah, it's like that click scenario, above right? average. Fast forward through... Would you fast forward through your workday just to get to the home part? Yeah, I mean, like, I think that would be reasonable. Like, I'd have to. <laughs> that means you're working the wrong job, right? Um, my my workday is explaining sight words to a six year old and explaining to her why the word one is O N E and not yeah. W. And not W. But it's but, yeah. it's, but it's your six year old. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just and saying, these are like, their sight words. <laughs> <laughs> my she's not quite daughter, to there yet. My, Go ahead. She's, she's they here. are. Yeah, she's still here. She's not quite to there. Um, my daughter is enrolled, has been enrolled in recorder classes 
or like a music <laughs> oh no oh, you, no, you no, ripping no, down no. remixes to hot crust buns out here <laughs> but from home like hot, hot crust, my wife crust, but, 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 but. my wife doesn't read music has never read a piece of music in her life and she has to teach her from home how to play the goddamn recorder i gotta find my recorder i could probably play that shit right now <laughs> i wish <laughs> I, I don't think i have it anymore and not to be uh, offensive to my wife but she does not have what one would call rhythm or uh pitch or anything like that it's like she's very not good at those and she would say it uh, yeah but like the idea that she now has to basically learn the recorder and then teach it to my daughter is very daunting to her and i'm not sure why they would do that to a person or a family (laughs) during this situation yeah isn't that just like busy work during the day like (laughs) right my I mean, I guess was excited about it because she remembers playing the recorder when mm-hmm. she was younger, too. And she's like, this is so much fun. But like, not when you have to be the one to teach the kid yeah, how to do like, it. They're just like, oh, fuck it. Like, we're we're employing a music major and uh, fucking funding. Uh. Yeah, like they had to offer at least some sort of the arts, I guess, while, while working <laughs> from home. I mean, and that was their uh, goal, I suppose. But yeah, I don't know. All right, so we should get into games before we run out of time. Oh, show first game always. We've got another theme song, a nice short and sweet one here by previous guest, Mr. Stu McAllister, and it goes like this. Box office theme song! (laughs) Boom, box office theme song. In and out, done. Mandy, take it away. All right. Sorry. I'm (laughs) super tired. Bob. How much do you think it cost to make this movie in 1999? Uh, $15 million. Okay, Matt? Um, I'm gonna th- I would assume these were still pretty low budge. I got a feeling Jennifer Aniston was probably the big ticket item on this, but I'm going to give it less than 10. I'll say like 8 or 9. $10 million. Okay. Ah. All right. All right. I don't know. All right. You guys are like savants of this shit, so. <laughs> Mm, not no well no every once in a while it seems like we go on a streak like i'll go on like a streak of like i got this one but i don't know much all right <laughs> all right bob who i can't look at right now because he has crazy glasses all right bob how much do you think that this movie made worldwide gross up basically up until this point and this is according to google um Oh, let me the, search it real quick. <laughs> I, no, IMDb had a, a IMDb had a really low number, and I was like, I don't think that's correct. So then I looked on Google. Three dollars, Bob. Um, no. Um, <laughs> Did I 13, get at least one number right? Thirteen million dollars. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, let's go twenty-five. Twelve point two million. Oh, wow. I mean, I get. I don't know what they expected. But did they do Hollywood math on it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and Mike Judge talked about the fact that the they had no like marketing for this. Yeah, sure. And the the marketing with the guy with all the post its on him. Yeah, he didn't like. He was like, no one's gonna want to watch this movie with this marketing, (laughs) but. I wonder yes. if that like shot it in the foot. I mean, I I don't know. I thought that was a clever cover for it being an office scenario and you know, post-it notes. That makes sense to me. Uh, I just right. want to apologize. Like I am so tired. 
Well, they, like I, I said, they I, won't see the video for another six months. So no, but I, I keep yawning and I'm so, I'm so, so, so tired. <laughs> All right. Well, right let's now. give you something to do then. We'll, we'll All right. How right about ages? Here. Yeah. Uh, theme song for that one. Here we go. Let's play guess the age. Boom. All right. So guess the age. We're going to jump right in. Ron Livingston. How much, how old do you think the guy that played Peter was? Um, Peter Man, uh, 33. Okay, Matt. I feel like he talks about Michael and Samir being in their mid-20s, so I'm going to say he was probably supposed to be in his late 20s, so I'll say 29. 32. Okay. All right. All right. Jennifer Aniston. Bob, how old do you think she was in this movie? 99. 27. And she's okay. never aged a day in her life. Uh, I'll say I'll say 30. She looks, she looks better now. No. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I agree. 30. She was 30. Hey, Good nice. Matt. Look at that. Nailed it. Uh, all right. Bob, how old do you yeah, think you David uh, David Herman, who played Michael Bolton, how old do you think he was? Uh, 28. Uh, I will go with 30 also. 32. Okay. Ooh. All right. Uh, do you want to here? Hold on. This gives me a reason to play this. It's the yeah. two Bobs interviewing Michael Bolton. <laughs> yeah. What? Why should I change? Say? He sucks. You do here. <laughs> I love that question. <laughs> well, well, look, I already told you. I deal with the goddamn customers so the engineers don't have to. <laughs> so you can just I have people skills. Yourself. I am good at Why dealing with change? people. Can't you sucks. understand that? What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> That's the sort of meltdown I want to see happen live. At I work. do. I do really like that. The guy, what's his name? Um, he plays. He's in Scrubs. Are- yeah. Yes. Yeah. I love. He's him. one of the Bob. I like him a lot. Yeah. 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 Bolton. Yeah. Bolton. Is that your real name? Uh, I, just, I love how John excited C. They are. McGinley. Yeah, I like John C. McGinley for sure. Are you any relation to the pop singer? <laughs> just a coincidence. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I love his music. I do. I'm a Michael Bolton fan. I like, constantly money, say I celebrate his entire catalog. Yeah. Uh, for anything. Anytime someone <laughs> references anybody who has a large body of work, I, I just I celebrate his entire catalog. I do. Uh, so yeah, there was Michael Bolton. All right, who we got next? Did we skip over anyone? <laughs> uh, yes, we have uh, Samir, who is a Jane Nadu. Not, not gonna work here anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say he was also 32 or 18. I don't. Yeah, know. right. Yeah, he's like I don't know, 27. <laughs> no, he's he is 27. Oh. Good job, Matt. <laughs> I expected him to be in his mid-30s, to be honest with you. I was just making up numbers. So, okay. There we go. All right. Um, Diedrich Bader. Oh, my heart pumps. <laughs> Bob. Go. Yeah, we just got to keep talking about Diedrich Bader. That's uh, the only thing 30, to 32. Into the... Okay. Yeah. Uh, 35. He was older, I bet. 33. Okay. Oh. Bob yeah, gets it. Hot. Price is right rules. He, he's hot stuff. We never uh, we, we mentioned Price is Right rules sometimes I always mean to ask people What, what would you want to play on Price is Right? What's your game? What's my game? Um, I just like the uh, I just want to spin that big ass wheel <laughs> Just the, the showcase showdown That's your jam Yeah, I, I don't, need to, you don't want to win anything You just want to spin that big ass yeah. wheel <laughs> I just want to get to spin the wheel I mean I guess Plinko is the only one that yeah. I, really I think that's everyone's go-to is Plinko. It's either Plinko well, or that. It's 
Plinko is like luck. You're not gonna look yeah. stupid if or like you that ice do climber fan. guy. The, the yeah. Yodeling. Oh yeah, yeah. The yodelers are dope. I just, I just want to like be able to run down and be like, ah, and have the big ass tag, and yeah. like be sitting there and just do the one dollar bob like every single time. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're the first. Uh, you're the first wager, and you're still like one dollar. I don't One dollar bob. <laughs> I love it when all these fuckers are going to overshoot it by eight miles. Just you watch. I love the showcase showdown, especially when there's like super old people and they're like, and like they get all these trips and like jet skis and the person's like, you just see Rayman calculating the yeah, and the the young person's like, I'll pass, and then it goes to the old person that's next to him. It's like, like, all right, we got rock climbing here. We've got an <laughs> RV camper. We've got a Dodge Caravan and orthopedic shoes. I always wanted to be that guy, the announcer guy. Was that Rod Roddy that was the announcer for Yeah. Yeah. Prices, right? That guy was cool. All right. They're all uh, done. Okay. Are we doing um, more ages? Well, no, but okay. I, w- I wanted <laughs> um so uh david herman when he says pc load letter what the fuck is that which is like a a big quote uh-huh. he that was all improvised because the actual printer started saying that and um he didn't understand the error message and the um ron livingston was supposed to have more lines during that scene but he got interrupted by david herman who was like pc load letter and so it totally stuck Okay. All right. I like, I mean, that's one of my favorite, like I said, that's one of my favorite quoted parts of this movie. So mm-hmm. I get that. Uh, let's do another, I'm going to just throw, I got so many uh, lines here that I hadn't played in the first half. So let's just, so the whole point of this is that they're going to steal money from the bank that their employee credit union that works for the, like that, that is the credit union for the employees of Inatech, right? Or whatever their company name is. Uh, and so now they they try to steal money from them and they're worried about going to prison. And we get this clip here. We get caught laundering money. We're not going to white collar resort prison. No, no, no. We're going to federal pound me in the ass prison. <laughs> I just, that one, that's a line that sticks out for me too. I always thought that was a fun part of the movie. Um, but yeah, that's when they try to like look up money laundering in a dictionary because they're <laughs> such nerds that they don't know what they're, they're doing uh which is funny because in my line of work i work at a bank or or had worked at a, a teller line at a bank and there were constantly like um little like uh they were giving uh, giving us these tasks that we had to complete these little videos we had to watch and whatever and most of them were just teaching us how people do money laundering and stuff it was like they were trying to like bait us into doing something wrong they're like hey you guys ever thought about money laundering? Cause here's a step-by-step uh, <laughs> video on how to do it. And how, you know, they say it was just so we could catch people in the act, but you know what I mean? It, I'm sure there was a lot of people that got some really bad ideas from watching. Really this. good insight. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, here is more, again, this movie, I don't know what you guys take from this film. If, is it just like, a reason to watch Milton be ridiculous or is like, that's for me, it's, it's one or the other. It's like, am I watching this for Milton to be silly? Cause I love all the Milton lines. Mr. Lumberg told me to talk to payroll and then payroll told me to talk to Mr. Lumberg. And I, I still haven't received my paycheck and he took my stapler. It's such a, never brought it I'm so torn when it comes to Milton because he's so like, he's an annoying person. But he also just gets kicked around so hard in this movie that you're like, oh, oh yeah. Like, 
a little just, puppy, you know? I feel like this movie is just cathartic, really. Like, to, yeah. like it, it, it makes fun of the things where, like, everyone has something in this movie they can relate to. Yeah. Like, even, even if you're, like, the person who has to, like, like, even if you're the asshole who's, like, making the cuts or if you're the boss, like, they like they might be relating to it for the wrong reason, but they have something to relate sure. to. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And, like, Maybe it points out to them, hopefully, that if they have a soul, they probably don't. Uh, that, <laughs> like, maybe they're the bad person. Because when they're just like, they're not going to work here anymore, like, we solved the problem. Like, yeah. they stop sending them a check or just like making jokes about these people whose lives it's are just completely weird. Upending. It's um, weird to me that like people have a job where they get to decide when the best day of the week is to, to right. fire someone right. like yeah yeah they've no done conflict, enough research yeah. with their with their job that they're like yeah if we ha fire people on well, fridays then they came come out, in the next day and like shoot the building up or whatever right yeah. and this came out in like 99 though too right mm -hmm. yep so yes. it's like literally right before the fucking like financial meltdown from yep. like all these companies it's pre-9-11 like, financial yeah. meltdown they, like, recession they saw yeah. the writing on the wall like pre Probably like pre fucking mass shootings and stuff too. Yes. Like we have like a, <laughs> well, yeah, like, like the postal, like going literally, postal. It's mm -hmm. literally well, I mean, going postal. I think was a thing at that time, wasn't it? That was pre ninety nine. Mm, this maybe. had to have been when was fucking when was Columbine? Like that was Columbine. Oh, was we were in high school. We were in high school. Still, oh, okay. So yeah. Mm. Um, um. Well, Ron Livingston said that a lot Columbine of Columbine was April twentieth in ninety nine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, he, Ron Livingston, who played Peter, he said that a lot of people came up to him and said, because of this movie, I quit my job and I am so happy. Like nice. I, yeah. Huh. I mean, that's good, I guess. Right. You gotta have something out of this nonsense. I imagine it's probably something that a, an actor wants to hear is that their, their movie affected people in a positive light. Maybe we'll get some emails from people who listened to this podcast and thought, you know what? It's time to <laughs> shut her down. <laughs> I, that, what a terrible human, idea in human this climate. Human beings are not meant to be sitting in an office all day. Like, right. you know, let's listen to Peter's typical day at work. We're trying to get a feel for how people spend their day at work. So if you would, would you walk us through a typical day for you? John C. McGinley yeah. is great. great. I love him in this movie. Well, I love him in pretty much everything I he's been in. I come in at least 15 minutes late. Uh, I use the side door. That way, Lumber can't see me. <laughs> and uh, sounds like a bag I, boy. I, I know. Sort of Bob. space out for about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> space out? Yeah. I just stare at my desk, but it looks like I'm working. I do that for uh, probably another hour after lunch too. I'd say in a given week, I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Same. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, when I used to work, I used to uh, be one of the stop sign turners at Barry County Road Commission. Um, and I would have to, I was on a crew. And so I would have to Dude, ride out with, <laughs> I'd have to ride out with the crew that was working on the roads and we would have, they worked for the County. And so they were very lax on when they would work and what conditions they would work in. Like if it was raining even a little bit, we'd like shut things down and just wait on the side of the road. Or if it was in the morning and everything was cold, they'd be like, well, we got to let these machines warm up for a while. So they would just <laughs> idle in these trucks. And I was like, Jesus, like this is Did what they... everyone talks about when they're, when they're upset about like government workers not doing anything. Right. Like I was part of that. 
So did they consider you part of the crew though? Because you said you you were a stop sign. Oh, he was a temp. But, but you no, dude, worked with the crew. <laughs> I was yeah. I wasn't just the guy who like got contracted to show up out at the the job site. They just give me an address and say bring a pay, a lunch pail and bring a, a stop reflective while yeah. stop sign. Right, bring your reflective vest and stop sign or whatever. Yeah, no, I was on the crew and and got to be part of like I would ride out with the guys and or drive my own truck sometimes and stuff. So yeah, it was more Ooh. than yeah, right. But I was. Ooh. Temp from there uh, with them for four and a half years. I was like, I didn't even know. I didn't even know you could do that. I didn't. I thought you had to be hired or fired after like a six month period or whatever. But they gave me a raise while I was a temp. I got vacation days as a temp. It was crazy. I've never seen anything like. But they wouldn't hire me until I had my CDL license, and that's just not my life. Best temp ever. I don't need that. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, I've got clips of Anne, but who gives a shit? She's an awful person. Nobody yeah. cares. Uh, there's some clips about the damn how the virus works and how it's based on Superman, but no one cares. Uh, let's jump into another game, shall yes. we? We're running out of time, so this is going to have to be real quick. Here we go. I am running out of energy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that sound. Did you hear that sound? Ooh, that sound. The sound that just played you. Is that Jared? It is Jared. Yeah. <laughs> What's that sound? The sound that just played <laughs> you. It. All right, here we go. This is going to be quick. Uh, we've only got two for this, so we're going to play the first sound. Get ready to listen in. Bob, you're going to go first. You're going to tell me what this sound is that I've pulled from the movie. Tell me what's happening on screen. Ready? Here we go. But this gangster here was a smart one. Started living for the Lord and I last. Now all I got is going to be crazy. Okay, so clearly I don't want the song. I want what's happening in the background of the song. It's when he uh, undid the screws on his desk and pushed pushed the wall over. Yep, that is exactly right. Yeah, he removed the... At first, I thought it was when he undid the the handle on the door. The door handle, yep, but it went... Yeah, I was like, that'll be close because it went way too far. I was going to pull the shock. uh, So he gets electric shock from the door handle every day he comes to work. And one day... He goes shitty and just I never removes. I never made that connection. Yeah, there's a scene where he's like debating yes. whether to touch the handle or not, and then he finally does and it zaps him and it shows that because little lightning bolt. In office him. buildings, that is exactly it's what dry happens. Air it's so everywhere. fucking dry. <laughs> All right. So um here's the next sound. So go ahead, Bob. Let me know what you know what this is. Just see It's <laughs> So not the dialogue. I'll play it again. I don't. So try to ignore the dialogue that's happening. I just want to know the sound that's happening behind it. If you need it again, let me know. Is that the sugar packets? No, no, it's close though. But no, I'll play it again. I I don't know. No I idea. Have no idea. On that All right, one. the sugar packets were a good swing and a miss. We'll take it. And then Mandy, do you have any clue what that might be? Uh, one more time. Sure. Just see. Uh, it's not when he's shoveling the 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 burned building stap- at the end. The stapler, yeah. Oh nope, nope. It is not that. So I'm gonna safely say that we're gonna leave this available for the audience. So mm, if perfect. anybody can for Derek, no, yeah, Derek or <laughs> Pat Sievert or, or Jared. Or Jared, yeah. yeah. All right. So listen Ooh. to this real close, everybody. We'll give him one more. Clean take here. Clean. All right. So, yeah, if you know what that is, send us a message or an email or do whatever you got to do. Send us something over Facebook. And if you get that correct, 
I will send you one of our new uh, keychains. We have uh, another episode podcast keychains. It is the old logo because we're trying to get rid of all that stuff. We're going to switch over to the new logo here pretty soon. But yeah, so let me know and we'll get that sent out to you. We are running super duper late on time. So we're going to call this good, I think. Bob, would you watch this movie again? Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch this movie tons more times. I just don't know when. Hell yeah. I definitely will. Very good. Mandy, would you watch this movie again? Yes. Awesome. All right, we'll take it. I would watch this movie again, and I hope it won't be for another five years. I'll try to watch it sooner (laughs) than that. It's great. I really enjoyed the rewatch of this movie, and I recommend it to anyone if you have not seen it or if it's been a long time. If you watch this movie when you were a kid, you deserve to rewatch it again now that you've had like a corporate experience in your life. For sure. (laughs) Definitely. For sure. Exactly. Uh, So that brings us to the end. Bob, do you have anything you want to point people toward? Give them some plugs. You got like 30 seconds to get it out there. No, it's like a minute and something. Um, Well, I've been streaming on Twitch uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Also, usually on Saturdays and Sundays. Twitch.tv slash GamePassDad is like the project that I've been doing in the new apocalypse here. Um, And on January 16th, like I, my community actually uh, hit a goal with me. So, I'm performing stand-up for them on the 16th. So at 10 o'clock on the 16th of January will be a stand-up show. Right on that same Twitch channel, correct? Right on GameCast ad? Yep, on that. I'll I'll post it on my Facebook and everything, too. We'll link for it. We'll link it, too, for you as well. Uh, And then, yeah, uh, social media stuff, anything else you want them to... Um, Game Pass Dad is just on all the social medias, and then Bob underscore Fred underscore Rick is uh, the old me uh, okay. for comedy and all that. <laughs> and uh, basically, I, when I got yelled at by the the lady at the front desk, I walked out on eight hour shift at Hardings, and it was the best feeling in the world. <laughs> nice. That, that, now you know the rest of the story, uh, Mandy. Mandy, quickly, anything? No, I'm sorry. I'm so tired. Good. Okay. I'm going to play like four a final days. clip at the end. We don't normally know how to end these without playing a clip. And this time it's going to sound like this. Looks like you've been missing a lot of work lately. I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That's it. Thank you so much for listening in. Enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of 2021. We're getting there, guys. It's, we're almost there. It'll be fine. Uh, 2022 is right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Email us at another episode podcast at gmail.com. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Bob. Love you guys. <laughs> Love.